Ross, it's Marcus. Welcome. Yeah, good evening, Max. How are you going? Good, thanks, Ross. Yeah, I've got about um, four river guns. <laughs> I've got a large river gun that takes all different sizes from about 3.3 to about, I think, about 5.5 mil. And then I've got an air, an air rivet gun that's hooked up to a compressor with like a, um, you know, like a air hose that sort of stretches out. And then I've got a, a Milwaukee one, which is um, a battery operated, a battery operated pop rivet gun. And what that does is, when you put it into the hole with two bits of sheet metal, it um, gets it nice and tight. There's no slack in it. I think it's got about 730 kg of pulling power on that machine, which is Shippers. American built, and it. she's a she's a mighty machine. And this is what all the um, I've got a side hustle building garden sheds, and I started. Oh, about hey, 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 hey! I've been down the road of I've been down the road of garden sheds, <laughs> and they say they say you do need a rivet gun, don't they? Oh yeah, it does help. Well, what I do is I when I get them, I throw all the screws away. The only screws I use are in the roof. The reason being is when you screw a screw into a bit of sheet metal, and if that hole's slightly bigger, the screw will just spin on it. Yep. So it's just a waste of time. And it, and it looks awful when they start to pull, and they pull, and you'll just have trouble. So I've got, I've got about 3,000 rivets actually right now in this moment that I'm ready to put into sheds because I... Because I, you know, obviously I. So build you them buy you that. buy sheds from Bunnings and you kit sets and you build them up for people and you you sell them made up. Yep, that's me. Good on you. Yeah, I've probably built about five hundred so far. So why don't Bunnings themselves just employ you? Because they're not allowed to. Okay. And I've been back to them and says, look, I've got thousands and thousands and thousands of your screws that I'm just taking down to the scrap merchant. And they're no good to me. Do you want them back? They says, no, we can't do that. I says, what about the instruction manuals? Oh, no, we can't do that either. I says, so I'm just throwing them out nearly really because I don't really go by the instructions because I know it all off by heart and I know which model's a model and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But can, um, what, can, can they recommend you, if you go to Bunnings or Monotene and buy a shed, can they say, this is the guy you need to put it together? Can they do that? No, they can't. That's, cr- I, that's crazy. Oh, no, it's stupid. It just doesn't make sense to me, you know, because I've saved marriages. People say, look, Ross, Of course you have. Nothing, imagine imagine being a guy and or vice versa and someone say, oh, have you yeah. finished that shed yet? And you can't do it, you, you know, and you get more and more hit up. Flip. Of course you've saved yeah. marriages. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's, and, you know, some people you meet along the way, it's just it's, it's fantastic, you know. They just go, oh. We love everything about you, you know. Have you worked but, out your hourly rate? Have you worked out your hourly rate, Ross? Does it is it a hobby or it actually works out for you? Um, I'm not serious because I've got a day job. I'm like yep, a middle fabricator during the yep. day. But if I if I went to be serious, I'd have to grow bigger and get GST registered, and and I'd have to rack up quite a lot, and I'd have to be more. Um, oh, and this is what people ask me, oh, how come you don't do this and do that? And I say, well, I don't want to really grow too much because if you grow too much, then that's going to be an extra cost, more people yep. and all that sort of stuff. But I've had inquiries all over the country. You know, I've got people, heaps of people always ask me in Auckland, oh, can, how much to ship to Auckland and radi radi ra and Queenstown's another big one, you know. Um, 
but it's just. Are you based yeah, in I Christchurch? Mean, are you based in Christchurch, Ross? Yeah, I am. I am based in Christchurch. Yeah. What br- what brand what brand sheds are the best? I always stand by the Bunnings one, just because. Yeah, okay. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Just because they're a um, they're a thicker steel, they they really run well too. Like um, what I mean by that is they they travel well. Like I used to do a certain brand shed, and they were like paper thin, but these ones are rolled over on edges. They're stronger. It's just everything about them. Though, they might be slightly dearer, but they're about a quarter of the time. I can save quarter of the time on one of them opposed to okay. a um, another one. You know. Is, how do people how do people get hold of you, Ross? They normally go through Trade Me. Okay, that's enough. Have you, what, what's your handle on Trade Me? Oh, oh, you don't have to yeah. say it. What's that? You don't have to say it. I was just wondering if people are trying to get a shed made, but you're probably flat out, are you? Oh, I can. I, it's very up and down. It's one minute, you know, like some weekends. I'm, I'm sending out seven sheds in a weekend. Okay, Jason Marcus, welcome. How are you? Good, Jason. Hey, I'd just like to clear a few things up for you. <laughs> First of all, the point on the end of the Pop River. Yes. It allows it to go into the river gun easily. Okay, so okay, so okay, because that's because I just thought, well, it looks like a nail. So okay, yeah, understand. Yep, thank you. Yeah. Second thing, Pop River and Blind River is the same thing. Pop River is a brand name. Ah, like Frigidaire. Yes. Next thing, is anybody brought up about the codes for rivets? Say that again? You get codes for rivets. So when you go in and buy a 1.8 pop river, um, it'll be, say, a 73 AS44. Cheapers. Sounds like a a personalised number plate. 73 AS44. Yeah, so the, the... 73 will stand for a panhead river, or you get a 72 for a countersunk river. And then your AS will be an aluminium river with a steel stem. Wow. And then your next piece will be, so a 4.4 would be uh, 4.32s in diameter and 4.16s in length. And your numbers would change to suit your diameter and your lengths, or... Or you get an AA river in the middle for an aluminium river with an aluminium stem, depending on what job you were doing. Cost you seven cents in Australia. Yeah. So we're not cent- a lot here in New Zealand. For, kind of wonder where, where I've been all my life without rivets. They, they are very remarkable. Well, you, you get a, um, a solid river, which is what they used to build bridges with in the old days. Yes. Um, and, and the pop river was was taken off of that, and a guy developed a way of, of making a river to fasten two light pieces of material together easily, and and he painted it, and it worked really well. Is that your line of trade, Jason? Yes, I work in a fastening outfit. So are you the person that's selling the 73 AS44? Yes. Because most time, those yep. Because most people, if they're going to Mitre Ten, you're just walking down aisles looking for them. You haven't actually, you're not actually talking to someone, are you? Whereas you, you, you're the specialist, is that right? Yeah. 
you're in the big smoke okay. though, are you? You're in a big city, is that right? They got a fast in a place. Yes. So, so I work in a company that sells nuts and bolts and rivets and fastenings to the likes of Bunnings or Mitre Ten Mega and and places like that. I didn't really know what the guy was talking. I didn't really understand what the guy was talking about with riv nuts. I tried to pretend, but I wasn't really up, up to scratch with it. So basically, a riv nut is a pop rivet with a thread through the centre. I've seen that, yeah. But how do you how do you how do you act, how do you get something in that thread to pull it tight? How do you activate it? So you need a proper riv nut tool. It's a completely uh, different ball game. It's J- usually Jason, panel Jason, beaters and places J- like that that use it. J- Jason, did that guy actually mention the riv nut tool? Didn't even mention it, did he? No, he just kept going on about a kit. I can't quite figure out what he was going on about. And the plastic, he kept going on about it was in plastic. Like, who cares what it's packaged in, I thought. A Rivnut tool is around $100. It's not not a cheap little kit that you're going to get your hands on as a DIY type of person. So basically, all your riveters, all your tools, is just almost like a pair of pliers that just grab the metal spike and pull it through, aren't they? That's just, just a way to get a lot of purchase on that bit of metal, so it's a real grabby kind of a tool to pull it through, right? That's correct. And on the bottom of your pop rivet gun, you have different attachments with different size holes in it that the rivet goes into. Most people just use the biggest hole setting and leave it like that. But what happens is when you pull up a small pop rivet through the big hole, the purchase, instead of it being through the centre of the stem and pulling on the centre of the stem, it pulls on the outer of the head. Um, so the outer piece of your sword, and it, and it bends it, and that's where your rivets come loose and start vibrating out over time. So if I've got a pop rivet to attach to my rapid sign, I haven't got a rivet gun, I can't just hammer it, can I? There's no there's no way around not having a rivet gun. There is no way. If you hammer your pop rivet the opposite way to the way it sounds like you were trying to do it, you will actually push that stem, the nail piece, right through the rivet and you'll have two pieces. Yeah, I tried both to be fair, Jason. Okay. <laughs> Enjoyed you a lot, Jason. Thank you very, very much. You should have, you could do an own radio show on rivets because it would be like Costa Car for rivets. I've never. That's brilliant. How could a guy make rivets sound so interesting? We do a podcast.